This message is brought to you by Living Faith Church. You can find us on the web at livingbyfaith.com. If you have your delicious menus, um, please turn it to the book of Romans. Romans 8, um, yes, the menu. Um, Pastor Gavin asked me just to share. I feel like I'm, I'm catching up. So I'm in the back with the children. And so I, I watch the messages online. And um, he's been speaking on the brain and the mind. And um, I feel like if you caught it, you're part of this cool club that no one's talking about. Because I've been talking around. I was at the men's meet on Saturday, and I went to one of the guys. I was like, did you get it? And he's like, dude, I got born again, born again. I was just like, you you got it? And I was like, me too. And so I want to share this journey of why the father of this house is teaching this. Because to get this revelation, I realized I had to be honest with myself. You have to be honest with yourself, and you have to be sincere. And there's this scripture that we all love. Faith is the, say, substance of things hoped for, the tangibleness, the proof of transformation, the proof of transformation. And I've been listening to his messages, and I've been going through this thing at my home, and I'm going to be vulnerable this morning. Is that okay? I'm going to share my humanity with you as a pastor. Is that okay? So as a father, since I, I got my son Judah, he's two and a half, um, I have a thorn in the flesh. I call it my weakness. And I didn't know it existed until I had him. <laughs> and there was no substance of love when it came to uh, my patience with him. And what came out was a lot of anger and frustration. And three, uh, a month ago, rage came out. And uh, I'm going to share a story. And before that, I'm going to pray. Is that okay? Cool. Holy Spirit, help. <laughs> I just thank you that you're tangible and that substance is real, that you are a real living God and this is supposed to be real. So I thank you that when you say taste and see that you're good, that that's real. It's not in my brain. It's not make-believe. It's real. And it changes us. It actually transforms us to where we don't recognize ourselves because we're brand new. So I pray for that over every person in here, that if we have to get real with our hearts this morning, please, Help us get out of the natural and into the spiritual because that's where you live. And I thank you that you love our weaknesses. That in my weakness, your nature never changed. And so we can have encounters in every single weakness that we encounter because we get to go to a loving God in the spirit. So we just say, have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. So a month ago, My son was, was screaming, he was doing his thing. And I realized, and this is where I, I really picked it up because I had to get honest with myself where I know peace, I know patience, I'm a pastor. I memorize it, I can describe it to you, I can show you understanding in this, but I had to get to a place where it's not here. And I, I hit a wall last month, a very real wall, where there was no substance but the other guy. It was the natural. And about a month ago, I'm in my kitchen sitting with my wife, and it's early, and my son is just jumping and screaming and screaming and screaming, doing, I want, I want, I want. And this is what I thought transformation was. Don't freak out. You're good. You're good. You're good. But my heart is, see, I thought transformation was just act it because you know it. That's not transformation. It's called religion. He hasn't changed me yet. So I had to be real. So anyways, it, just, it was early in the morning. He's jumping and he's screaming, I want, I want, I want. And I'm going to show you what I did. 
He's where you are. I'm with my wife, and he's screaming, and he's screaming, and I'm going to act it out, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to demonstrate the fullness of what I did. He's screaming, and I went, stop screaming! And his head turned to me, and his lip began to quiver, and just slow drops came down, and I scared the life out of my son. And I felt my wife, and I said, I know, I know, I know. And I went over to my son, and I, I scared, I scared him. There was no substance. I had to be honest, there was no substance, but I know substance. I wake up early, I spend time with him, I read my Bible, I come to worship. I know him, don't I? Where did that come from? So I had to be honest. And I said, I know, I know. And Rafa had this beautiful idea that I thought was stupid. And he said, we're going to have Pastor Gavin on the podcast. And we're going to tear the roof off the mind, the brain. And I'm like, that's why. I'll be honest. I said, why? I'll tell you why. Because I'm prideful. That's why. Because I'm about me. That's why I thought it was a bad idea. And so I began listening to his messages again as if I didn't know. And he said something very real about the difference between the brain and the mind. This is a very big thing. Because one is spiritual, which is God's arena. We are spirit beings. One is natural, where you won't meet him there. What I mean is the intimacy. So if you have your Bibles, go to Romans 8. And so today is going to be Romans 8 for dummies. And I'll say Romans 8 for Abel to, to make me feel better. Because I, I know this scripture, but what came out was no substance of love, was no substance of, if you ever want to look at substance, go to 1 Corinthians 13 and read what love is. Love is not easily irritated. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love always hopes for the best. Love thinks no evil. So we're going to go through Romans 8. Is that okay? All right, let's do it. Oh. I cried. Don't tell my wife. We're reading the New King James. There is therefore, therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the, in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. He condemned sin in the flesh that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh but those who live according to the Spirit, the things of life. Verse 6, to be carnally minded is death. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. This is how you know if you're in the Spirit, right here. Life and peace are substance in your life. It's radiating from you. This is how you, you have to be honest with yourself. This is between you and the Spirit in you. His name is God, and he's happy to be there. This is where you have to be honest. Because the carnal mind, verse 7, is enmity against God. 
for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. <laughs> Say, I'm in the spirit. God, I wish I knew this sooner. <sighs> if indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now, if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit is life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through what? His spirit who dwells in you. I'm just going to keep reading. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors. This is huge right here. Not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. I'm going to read that again because we're going to break all this apart. We are not debtors. I love that. We are not debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For you live. Say, I live. If I live according to the flesh, I will die. (laughs) Sorry. But if by the Spirit, this is huge. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For as many are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive a spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption in whom we cry out. What do we cry out? Abba, Father. My natural, this was the biggest thing I caught from Pastor Gavin. My natural consisted of my brain. And I've tried to cry out Abba, Father in my brain. And I always met condemnation. Because he doesn't live there. The Bible says, and Pastor Gavin has said it every time he preaches, you're transformed by the renewing of your, that spirit, that's heart, that's not your brain. So if there's a lack of substance, there's no transformation. You've been in the natural like me. You've been in the brain with your relationship. You hear something on a Sunday, you hear something on a Wednesday, you hear something on YouTube and your thing, but you never got it in the spirit. You never got in that realm because there would be life and peace. There was no life and peace for my son in that moment because I've been in the natural, but I know the love of God. I've meditated on the word of God. What I thought I, I, I was the word of God. And this is why I encourage you, if you haven't caught this, go back. Because he talked about logos and rhema. And this is what I thought rhema was. Because I didn't know the difference between the brain and the mind, I thought I'm, I'm transformed by changing the way I think. A lot of you are like, yeah, what's wrong with that? Everything, everything, everything. I thought I could take this word of God and use my brain, reason, and logic to get rhema. This is how I thought rhema was, and I know I'm not the only one. I'm going to read the word of God, and if God's in a good mood, he's going to rhema it to me. Don't lie to me. How many of you have done that? I've done that. Maybe I'll get lucky today. I read every day. Maybe today's a day, man. Oh, felt it that day. Anyone? Where sometimes you're like, you can get rhema every second of every day. If you know your spirit being first. This is the thing about being new creation. What we don't realize is this, and this is the biggest thing he did. And me, Rafa, and Nate getting ready for the podcast, which is out, by the way. um, (laughs) We interrogated this man because we wanted to catch it. Because we're like, are you missing substance? I'm missing substance. I just freaked my kid out. (laughs) Like, like, Like we had to get real. And he talked about the old nature. And he said, the old nature 
is brain dominant. I was a debtor to my flesh. In other words, I became a tool for my brain before Christ. But when I got born again, I live in the spirit and my brain is now my tool. It does not own me no matter what. So in the fall, the brain didn't get touched. So I don't have to work on the brain. (laughs) I wish I knew this sooner. (laughs) I spent so much time trying to read books going, if I just have the better thought, I'm good. Anyone ever do that? Nope, just Pastor Abel, right? I know. I got born again. So I'm taking this word, and now I want to break this down from brain to mind, spirit, logic. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, mind, spirit, so is he. So I kept thinking, I'm a patient dad. I'm a kind dad. I'm a patient dad. I'm a kind dad. There was no patience or kindness. Because I didn't take it to the realm of the spirit. I didn't take a place of knowing him. I tried to reason with it in my brain without him. That's called religion. That's called religion. And I do it all the time. And so I'm watching this message three times. And he'll tell you, I went into his office like five times a day because I'm going reading my old books. And, I, and it's in books. I'm realizing why he's preaching now. Because in the old books, I, I read this from, I won't say the name, but a famous author that we, we love. And he says, God won't speak to you in your mind. Pastor Gavin, he's wrong, right? And, he, and I said, this is dangerous. I told him, I said, I think it's dangerous. It's dangerous because I'm not seeing transformation and I think it's okay. I think I'm going to keep working and eventually it's going to come. And he said this, he goes, this is the proof of transformation. You should be able in a year from now to look in the mirror and not recognize yourself. If you're still the same today, please, please be like me and go, I don't got it. There's something off. There's something off. Maybe I'm relying on me more. Maybe I'm brain dominant. I'll say it again. Now that you're born again, the brain is a beautiful thing, but it is your tool. It is your tool. Before I was born again, how I was thinking, I thought I was my brain's tool. And I was acting like it. Do you guys know what a tool is? You remember that phrase? That person's a tool? Do you guys know what that means? It means that person is not mentally capable to realize that they're being used. So I was not aware my brain was using me until I caught it. I caught it. And I went, you tool. I'm done talking to you. I'm done. I'm done faking my Christianity. I'm done with you. I own you. You are mine now. Because this thing needs to get real. So let's go to verse one. There's no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk what? Chlorine. So if you find condemnation, you don't have to fix your brain. You have to go to the spirit. And that takes practice. What Pastor Gavin just did up here with everyone, that's practice. That's every day. And anytime the brain takes over, it's just the way he, he taught me is it's like a computer. You run the computer. Sometimes I unplug it, I plug it back in. I tell it what to do. It doesn't tell me to click. It might make me want to click on things, but I don't go click on you. No, no, no. I unplug you. I'm spirit being. I'm spirit first. I'm spirit first. God is spirit. I am spirit. I tell you what to do. My God and I are now going to have communion, and now we're going to birth something. So that means I tell you what to do. This was really big for me. You might have not know, might have known this. I, I just got born again. I got born again in his office because I've been working so hard on my brain. 
I've been working so hard on my brain. So if you're feeling condemnation, if you're faming shame, you're shaming, you're faming the, these guilt things, his spirit, we read it in there, we're going to break it down. Say life and peace. There was no life and peace. So guess what? Oh, it's my brain. It's just, say, say it's just my brain. Practice. It's just my brain. So many of us go, there are those thoughts again. We make it so heavy. It's like, no, control, delete, baby. No, I was, I'm serious. I was like, I, 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 Rafa and Nate and I were like, it can't be this easy, dude. No, no, no. Like, like I, and then we were like, Gavin's on to something, right? Yeah. And then it's so funny. I've been going around to the men and then like some of the men are like, did you catch it? I caught it. I caught it. And it's like, everything's nicer, right? And it's like, yeah, because we found life and peace. And it's always been here. I was just confused. I was living from the natural, but I'm a spirit being first. Does this make sense? So let's break it down with scripture. Is this good? It saved, I'm telling you, it saved my life. When I scared my son, I, oh, oh. But you know what? I had to become, and I was talking to Pat, the, the next uh, podcast is going to be with Pastor Ben. It's so good. We, and uh, it's going to be awesome because it's all about spirit. It's like, no more brain. Let's talk about spirit. And we both had a similar story where we had to get desperate. Because when I yelled, I was like, I'm done. I'm done. I quit. God, I don't have it. I'm done. And I had to get to that humble place of I don't know. And that's where I met him. it, It was desperation. It was, I don't got it. So I had to, I listened to Pastor Gavin's messages, the enemy, the mind and the brain, the brain and the mind. I'm like, there's something here. I can feel it. So I'm going to keep listening to it. I'm going to his office and I'm, and it clicked. I just clicked. So let's just, let's just go through it. Is this good? All right, let's break it down. Look at verse six. We're going to go from New King James to Amplify. We're going to go back and forth. To be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. This is it in the uh, Amplified translation. Can you put the Amplified verse 6? Look at this. This breaks. This will tell you if you're in the brain or not. The mind of the flesh, which is this, ready? Which is sense and reason without Holy Spirit is death. That's brain. So your brain is, it's not a bad, it's, it's, a, it's a good thing. It's a tool, but it's when I'm doing sense and reasoning without Holy Spirit. In other words, I'm doing it my logical way which I've taken the word of God and I've done this. Has anyone else done this? I'll take in the word of God and I'll use my reason and logic and try to produce what I think it should look like. And I didn't even go to him. By his stripes are healed. I got this. I'm going to go pray for 20 people at Walmart. I didn't engage with him once in the spirit. See, we do it. We don't even want to wear, huh? How many of you are like, oh gosh, I haven't even asked him about that scripture. You see, I've lived in the natural for so long and thank you for setting me free. (laughs) But let's keep reading it. So the flesh is sense and reasoning without Holy Spirit. That's logic. Say logic. Logic. Is death. Death that compromises all the miseries arising from sin, both here and hereafter. But the mind of the Holy Spirit is what? Life and soul peace, both now. Say now. This is huge now. Not tomorrow now. As soon as I'm aware. This is the biggest thing is spirit is now. I don't have to wait. I don't have to, I don't have to work on my brain for another week now. I would do that. I have to have, if I keep having the right thought, maybe this peace thing will work. No, it's spirit is now. So I have to begin with what Pastor Gavin said. I, Holy Spirit helps practice it. Say, Holy Spirit, help. What is this for me? 
And I have to look at that. And I have to wait and listen. That spirit, what Holy Spirit life is this. You ready where it is? And we all know it. You're the sheep, he's the shepherd. You're not the shepherd. He's the shepherd. We love Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not. If want, what is it? Shall not what? So if you're in a place where you're, you're in the flesh, you're the shepherd. I was being the shepherd running it from my brain, my Christianity. So I had no, there was no substance because I was shepherd. I'll make this Christianity work for me. I know how to wake up. I know how to meditate. I got it all down. I'm pretty good at it. Just saying, I had to be honest. So spirit is, I don't have it. So I'm coming to you. Now I want to read this in the Psalms. Go to Psalm. Do you have my Psalm? I forgot what it was. 62. What was it? Yeah, 62.5. Listen to this. My soul waits silently for God alone. For my expectation is from who? Not me. This is what I was doing. I take the word of God, I revolve it in my human logic, and I develop my expectation. This is how the word's going to work out for me. Expectation comes from who? Him. He's the shepherd. He knows where the brooks of bliss are. He knows where the delicious feasts are. He knows everything. So it's taking the word of God and getting out of here and going in. So bring it up one more time. Show that scripture because I want to break this word apart. Everyone say wait. You ready for the definition of this and what it means? When I found it out, I was like, my gosh. It means to grow dumb, to be struck dumb. In other words, get out of your brain because you don't know. That's what wait means. To make quiet, to make silent. And then we wait. Why? Because expectation has to come from him, not you through logic and reasoning. The expectation is from him. Pastor Gavin always uses the Colossians 1. Living within us is Christ flooding us with the expectation of glory. Who's got the expectation? Him. Him. It's him who's going to have the expectation because my reasoning is going to have a cap on it. My reasoning is going to have limit. His expectation has no limits. That's what he's trying to bring. That's why you're not seeing substance in your life. This is why I'm not seeing peace and joy with my son. Because I'm raising it. I put a cap on it. I'm putting my expectation of I can act like this and pretend for a long time. And this is my life now. This is it. It's a terrible expectation. Where does expectation come from? Him. Him. And each one of you have to find that voice. Find that way he wants to communicate to you. You're going to have to learn how to wait. In other words, go from the brain and make it your tool and going into the spirit and being a beloved. Where we cry out, Abba, Daddy. The Passion Translation there says it this. The Holy Spirit's job is to make God's fatherhood real to you. Tangible to you. Substance for you. Not make believe. And the spirit is say now. Now, not good. So we wait, and then the expectation, and this, this is it. I love this. Ready? Things hoped for. That's what that word means. Things hoped for. I need. I, I, I'm going to teach you like a kindergartner because I had to do it to myself. I'm realizing that there's a lot in my life where I'm hoping things, and I haven't even approached him yet. In a lot of areas of my life, and it just shows those areas where I'm weak. Why? How do I know it's weak? This is where you have to be honest. I don't see substance. I don't see the tangible transformation of 
I'm changing. So anyways, I've been listening to Pastor Gavin's message and it hit me. And I said, I'm going to wait. I don't know. I'm going to wait. So I sat down and I just waited. I said, God, I don't know. And he said, yay. (laughs) He said, yay. He said, yay. And I just waited. And he said, you're tired of this. And I said, I'm so tired, exhausted. I hate it. I hate it. And he said, can I have it? And I said, absolutely. And then I said, what do you want to do? Now, here's the thing, though. The other, the part two of what Pastor Gavin talked about. It's this thing called free will. And free will comes from the spirit, not your brain. What free will is this. This is my expectation and it's not working. So I surrender my will. What is your will? Say anything and I'm going to do it. And a lot of times we get there and don't do it because we like our logic. Because it's comfortable and it's very prideful because it's all about us. And sometimes we like to be about us or I like to be about me. I'll just be honest. That's why I'm yelling at my son because I'm about me. Because it should look how I think it should look. And you're a two-year-old and two-year-olds don't scream. God's like, are you sure about that? (laughs) (laughs) he's a little explorer. How about we let little man explore? I'm like, thank you. So anyways, I did this. And this is what he said. He said, I need you to give me your agenda. And I said, okay, I'll give you my agenda. My agenda is my control of how I want things to work out. And he said, hey, well, this is what you're going to do. And he said this, he said, this weekend you have no agenda. You're going to have fun with your son and you're going to serve your wife and you're going to enjoy it. And I said, okay. I ran up so much steam. It was so easy to go. <laughs> you got it, God. Cause I'm so sick of this. Cause I don't got it where I surrendered it. And they had the, uh, Katie and them had the, um, gathered weekend. It was the best weekend of my life. I woke up and my son screamed and slapped my wife, which I used to squeeze him and then put him in the crib. I'm just going to be very vulnerable. Is that okay? Okay. I would squeeze his arm, and then I'd put him in his crib, and I would say, gentle. (laughs) So this time, he smacked her and screamed, and I was like, I was like waiting for it to come, and it didn't come. I was like, he's screaming. (laughs) I just just went up, and I kissed him. I said, hey, buddy. (laughs) I... (laughs) I introduced him to the new me. It was real. It was tangible. It wasn't there. This was like three weeks ago as I was catching this. It was like I didn't recognize it. It happened again two days ago. He screamed and he smacked her. That used to just, and I was like, hi, we're going to be quiet. Let's just say sorry. And I kissed him and I was like, it was so real. It was real. It was what Pastor Gavin said. I didn't recognize it. There was substance there. There was substance there. And here's the thing about thy will. I'm running out of time. Okay. I'm just going to share this scripture. It's Hebrews 12. Don't go there. We know this scripture. It says, those that the father loves, he disciplines. And he who is disciplined is a son. We forget that part. That's the, I surrender how I think it should look. Your will be done. What do you want it to look like? And you know what he said? Enjoy life. 
all of a sudden I'm, 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 I'm experiencing this life in peace. And it was so funny. Two days ago, it happened again. And even my wife looked at me like, <laughs> and I was just like, he's, he's gone. It was, but I, but I took on, it, I went in here and I, I don't know how to do it for you, but I, but I practice. We're all exploring. And if I don't know what to do, I have good news for you. And I learned it from this man. You run back to the menu. You run back to the menu and you see what's available to feast in the spirit. And then you can go to him and go, I want to feast on this. What is your will for it? What do you say? What do you say? Because it's not working for me. It's not working. It's not working. I'm a pastor going, it's not working. I'm faking it for a while now. And it was, it's just beautiful. Oh, it's making sense. So the Hebrews 12, if you want to write, it's verse seven, but it talks about discipline. Now I'll, I'll close. Let's go back to Romans 8. Romans 8, verse 8. Let's go there. Because now as you read the word of God, you're going to see these words called body, flesh, carnal mind. And it's the same word that Paul uses. It's sarks or sarak, however he does it. If you do blue our Bible, you know how it reads it off to you. I'm like, sarak. <laughs> it's in it. And it talks about the flesh and, and all this. And, it, and, it, and here's the thing, though. That includes your brain. I didn't know that. I was mixing brain and mind. And I'm trying to fix my brain and I didn't know it. That's why no substance. That's how you know. Because the brain without the spirit is going to be all about who? Yeah. How I want to do it. That's why you have to be a sheep. Rafa, right? Say bah. All right. Here we go. Romans 8. 8. So then those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Now, I'm going to take this verse how I used to read it logically, because this, this one really hit me. God, I want to please you. And I start using my human reason with that scripture again. And I'm like, okay, I know how to do this. I'm going to please God. I'm just going to obey, obey, obey. And it just, but then I stopped and I said, no, 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 I'm going to wait upon this scripture. Holy Spirit, God, what is pleasing you? He said, Abel, Abel. You teach it every Sunday to the kids. What am I? I said, love. So what do you think pleases me, Abel? Like what? And he goes, when you let me love you in your weakness and the thing that you try to revolve over and over and over again, when you bring that to me and I get to love you in it, that pleases me. That pleases me. See, my natural mind means if he says, go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, and then he's pleased. No. Pleased is I go to him with everything because he loves me in it. And his presence is fullness of joy. He is love. He is love. That is who he is. So if I take that word discipline, which I used to do it in, uh, in my brain, that's not a fun word. If I take that word discipline to the spirit, it's romance. It's a beautiful word. And he romances you. Here's the thing, though. And I got to end with this, I promise. This is huge. Go to 2 Corinthians 12, 9. He romances you, ready for this? In your weakness. In your weakness. Say weakness. Because Paul shows us how he did this in the spirit. And this is the thorn in the flesh verse. So I'm going to read this, and then we're going to close out. My wife is watching the kids. So I'm like, all right. No, it's fine. I'll take my time. She's good. She loves me. We're, all, we're both learning patience. 
But look at this. You're going to see this beautiful verse. Can I tell you something? This is what's so beautiful about God. God had me put this verse, and, and the boys know this. It, when Judah was born, I had it posted on my board, and it's been there for two years. And I just got it a month ago. My brain. My brain is my tool. Verse 7, are we ready? And we all know the scripture. Unless should I be exalted above measure by the, uh, did I say the scripture? 2 Corinthians 12, 7. This is the, we all know this. We know this, right? We know this. I knew this too, but there was no substance. There was no substance. Unless I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of revelation, a thorn in the, where's the thorn? Wow. Was given to me a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. I believe Paul there is showing his humanity. Has anyone ever done this? God, (laughs) fix me! (laughs) Pleaded. But then he did what Psalm says. He waited. He didn't take the Logos. He waited for Rhema. He waited for the Father's voice himself. He waited for Rhema. And that's the biggest thing. He didn't make Logos the logical route work for him. He said, I wait for Rhema. And the next verse is read. He spoke. And he speaks to us, amen. In the spirit, and what does Jesus say? And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my strength is made perfect. Where is it? In weakness, in weakness. Now, just listen to this. I'm going to read that same thing in the Passion because it says it beautifully. He says this, my grace is always more than enough for you. For my power, the kingdom is what? Not word, but spirit and power. And spirit, right? You ain't going to see power in the natural. Trust me, I've tried it. Power, listen to this, and my power finds its full expression. Where is it? Through your weakness. You want to know where the power of God is in your life? And that power is dunamis. It is the supernatural power of God. Do you know where it waits to be known? In your weakness, in the thing you're hiding, in the thing you don't want anyone to know. That's where he's brewing in there, waiting for you to bring it to him, to get out of your brain and bring it to him how you're really doing it. So I had to say, I'm yelling. I'm scaring my, my son. This is my weakness. And then let's go on. What happened? What did Paul learn? Therefore, verse 9, most gladly, I love this. Oh, wait, ready? There it is. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities, my weakness, right? That the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I'm learning how to do this. I'm finally learning how to do this. I take pleasure in infirmities. I take pleasure in my weakness in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Now we're going to end with this. Read it in the Amplified. We have to go to the Amplified. Are we ready for this? We're going to just read the whole thing. Start in verse 9 where Jesus speaks. But Jesus said to him, My grace, ready for this? My favor and loving kindness and mercy... His loving kindness is there. 
I'm weak, fix me. And God's meeting him with what? His loving kindness. Anyone have addiction? Anyone have a weakness? What does he meet you with? You won't find his loving kindness in your brain. You'll find condemnation. I found it a long time. <laughs> loving kindness and mercy are more than enough. Always available. I'm going to read that again. Always available. This is called praying without ceasing. This is called enjoying weakness because he's always available. Amen? Regardless of the situation, for my power, oh, I love this, is being perfected and is completed and shows itself most effectively where? In your weakness. Church, this is where your weakness is. Anywhere you're reasoning without Holy Spirit. That's your weakness. And a lot of you, it's, it's tough to figure out until one day you like me and you explode. But it's anywhere we're using reasoning and logic without Holy Spirit. That's your weakness. He was prompting me before, but I was, I was trying to fix my brain. That's why I, I wasn't getting, I'll say it. I was like trying to get pregnant w without a partner. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> He's always there always ready with his love, always ready to transform me, which, like I say, you shouldn't be able to recognize it because it's brand new. It has to be real. We can't fake this anymore. I'm, I'll, I'll commit it. I can't fake it anymore. I, I'm done. I can't. It sucks. So here we go. We're going to finish the verse. Therefore, oh, I love this. Say therefore, because we, we have to learn this. Each one of you have to perfect this, not yet mature in it. There we go. Therefore, I will more gladly boast. Man, Paul was just, he figured it out. He was like, dude, my brain's my tool. This is dope. Because before, where did he live before? Remember? All in his brain. I know everything. Hebrews are the Hebrews. I got it down. I know God from head to toe. And now he's like, spirit. Ooh, this is nice. This is, this is life and peace in the spirit. I know nothing now except Jesus and Jesus crucified. You get it? That's what he says, right? I determine now to know nothing except Jesus and Jesus crucified. So I better go to him. All right, let's keep reading. I'm so sorry. I keep breaking. Therefore, I will gladly boast in my weakness. Why? So that the power of Christ may completely enfold me and may dwell in me. So I am well pleased with weakness, with insults, with distresses, with persecutions, and with difficulties for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak in where? Where is he weak? Where does human strength come from? Your brain. I got this. I know this. That's where human strength comes from. So when I am weak in my human strength, then I am strong, truly able, and truly powerful. My Amplified says this, truly able to draw from God's strength. I get out of my brain and my spirit draws from him. I receive. Isn't that beautiful? All right, I'm done. I, I hope, I hope, just clear it because, because where we're, we're, we're going if you continue reading Romans 8, I didn't have enough time to go through it. The world is waiting for your substance. And your substance is going to look different than mine because I'm enable. So how he disciplines me, how he fathers me, how he loves me is going to be Abel's way. And you have to learn to draw from that. With the men, we've been going through Jing Guayan's book, Experiencing God Through Prayer. And she says this, prayer is nothing more than turning inwards towards God to receive his love. 
And she says this, there's one requirement. He said it. Get out of your head into your heart. How beautiful. So we'll end with this. Everyone just stand up. I'm just going to pray over you. If you have frustrations in your life, control, alt, delete. If things are out of balance in your parenting or, or if someone's rubbing you the wrong way, control, alt, delete because he's excited about that weakness. This person is just, oh, this coworker, my, my two-year-old, whatever it is, he's excited about it. And you just have to own that you are a spirit being first. And you get to hear those, vo- those words, my beloved son, my beloved daughter. So if you have a frustration, just right now, go ahead Just begin to practice making that switch. Say, Holy Spirit, help. Now be honest with what you're going through. Be honest with your frustration. You have to be honest. You have to want it. If you don't want it, you're not going to get it. And then you wait. Grow dumb Holy Spirit, we meet you in this place. We're in this realm. We can experience your love. Right now, we get out of the natural and we go to the spiritual because we're spirit beings to receive your love, to receive your rhema. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for this amazing journey where you're only trying to dump more life and peace into us. Life and peace, life and peace on repeat forever. So Holy Spirit, right now we just say, your will. This thing I've been doing is not working. And I don't have to own it. So we just surrender it now. We thank you for this journey. That you are always available. That I can get Rama anytime I turn in. Because you're always in the mood. You are always in the mood to love us. Your love never turns off. Your love keeps no record of wrongs. Your love thinks no evil. And your love always hopes for the best, which means you're always on. So we just surrender to your will right now. To be loved by you. I'm going to invite the the prayer team up. I encourage you, don't rush out of here. Don't check off. 
into your brain. If you need prayer, we have an amazing prayer team that I know that live in the spirit. If you're struggling or your head, your brain is just, please come up. Please come up and get prayer. That's why we're here. That's why the prayer team is here. So I'm going to close this out, but I just don't want anyone just to rush out of here. And if you want to just stay and just, you could do this anywhere. You can do it in the shower. You can do it when you're driving because you are spirit. Holy Spirit, we just thank you for today. I thank you for every person. I thank you for the journey that they are on, that you are excited about them. That as Romans 5 says, we are your dream come true. That you got your dream come true on that cross, that when you came to live in us, you already got us. So now, since you're inside us, we're going to practice going inside you. (laughs) We're going to practice dropping into that spirit. Holy Spirit, as we do this, we're going to say help. And if any time we're lost, take us back to the word. Take us back to that menu so we can know what's freely given to us.